Hello everyone, my name is Bronna Breslin. And I'm Dia Sharma. Welcome to another episode of Yana, where we discuss all things related to mental health. Today we are joined by Chris Stout from the organization of the Clubhouse of Lehigh Valley. Hello Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. But before we get started, would you like to say a little bit, a bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Chris Stout. I've been the director here at the Clubhouse of Lehigh County going on seven years. Um, I've been involved in human services pretty much my whole adult life. Um, so I guess that's going on almost 24 years now. Um, I've been helping people in some sort of capacity. So it's just what I've done with my life so far. That's wonderful. So for those who are not familiar or have never heard of before, what is Clubhouse? So by definition, the Clubhouse is a psychosocial rehabilitation program, uh, but it's so much more. Um, the Clubhouse is a model of service. There are over 300 Clubhouses worldwide. There are 21 in the state of Pennsylvania alone. And it's really just an organization to help people reintegrate into back into the community. Um, so we do a variety of different things to do that. Um, we have a normal work order day, which members can be a part of. It's basically the operation and running the clubhouse. So it's anything from completing our billing, managing our website, uh, maintaining our Facebook page to cooking lunch for members on any particular day. We also support members with our work programs. We're going to be spearheading a supported education program coming up in the near future. We help members with housing. Uh, whatever kind of supports we can provide an individual we're you know, willing to, to do to support them. And if we don't have it here in the clubhouse, then we can refer people out to other services. So what inspired you to become a part of this organization and what do you specialize in? So in my previous life, I was a supports coordinator. So that was an individual who would seek out supports for individuals in the community. And one of the people that was on my caseload attended another clubhouse, the Wellspring Clubhouse in Sellersville. She was gone and to get me to come down and see it and check it out. And, and you know, eventually I, I went to Wellspring and thought it was the most amazing program. Um, what makes the clubhouse unique is the, the partnership between members and staff working together side by side to complete the work here. So it's not, you know, any staff, it's not Kristen getting up and saying, Hey, we're going to uh, teach about social skills today, or we're going to learn about budgeting today. It's working together to develop maybe a program for people to learn about budgeting or you know, to get the work done at the clubhouse. So it was just, I was just fascinated by that because I had never really seen a participant driven service before like the clubhouse. Um, and you know, it's not the, it's not a perfect model, but it really is the, the closest thing to perfection in terms of a participant driven service. What are your favorite parts about working at the clubhouse? I love that it's always a different day. Um, every day brings on new challenges, new opportunities. Um, it's never the same. It's never, um, it's, there's never a dull moment in the clubhouse. You never know what to expect. You never know what you're going to be walking into. Everybody comes to us with, you know, working at different levels of their recovery. So they're working on different things. 
Um, so, you know, one day we may be helping somebody get a job. One day we may be, you know, helping somebody else find housing. One day we're just, you know, primary focus is in the work order day and getting a task completed and proving something in the unit. Um, it's the, the diversity of the work is what I have enjoyed. Yeah, that's great. Having such a big variety is always wonderful. So what parts of the clubhouse that, what do you think, like, what parts specifically make your organization more unique than others? For example, I know you have, like, recreational activities, and for those who don't know what that is, they're basically, like, social activities that help establish friendships with peers that extend beyond the clubhouse. Yeah, I, I think what makes us different um, from any other service model, you know, I already kind of talked about the partnership, and, uh, but it's giving, empowering our members. We, people that come to the clubhouse, we refer to them as members. So we empower our members to take ownership of the clubhouse. Members are responsible uh, or can take part in all the, you know, a lot of the decision-making of the clubhouse. We have a program and policy meeting where we can discuss our current practices, our current programs, our policies, and, you know, anybody can participate. Anybody can bring up any kind of suggestion or idea that they want to talk about in these meetings. So um, with that empowerment comes responsibility. Um, so it, it's it's fascinating to watch that dynamic kind of play out on a day-to-day basis over the course of years at this point. Well, that's wonderful. So for all the time you've been working at the clubhouse, is there anything that you've noticed that you would like to change or improve? Well, I mean, this is large, so I think we need to increase funding for mental health services across the board, not just here at the clubhouse. Um, we have a state legislator on our advisory board, Mike Schlossberg from Lehigh County, and we have a voice within our state government. Um, so, you know, we get to hear some of the inside information that's going on. He recently was in a meeting with President Biden to talk about mental health. Um, so we, we need to continue to push the mental health agenda, you know, onto our population so that we can increase our funding. We've had stagnant funding, which means basically there hasn't been an increase in funding for over 15 years. Um, and as you, know, as you know, all of the costs associated with life in general have increased dramatically, especially over the last couple of years since COVID. But we're still dealing with the same amount of money that we've been dealing with for 15 years. Um, so it's difficult. You know, we, we've done our best to kind of continue to float and do the best we possibly can. But we could do so much more if we had additional funding. So that's, that's the one area I'd like to change. That's totally understandable. So do you have any final questions, comments, or concerns for us? No, I, I just, I, I appreciate this opportunity to speak on your platform. Uh, this is really unique and I, I commend you, the two of you for doing this. I think it's really awesome. I listened to many others. <laughs> I heard, you know, I, I, I know the people from, um, from the Haven house. So, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's nice to hear that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think that's yes, all we have today. Um, stay tuned for another episode of Yana. Remember that you are not alone. <laughs>